Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome in to the Friday edition of the show. Spencer here. We'll have Nick in just a couple of moments, but want to welcome you into the show today. It is, if you're watching on TV 10, you're seeing me wear my Marshall Green. Today is College Color Day, and I know that a lot of Shepherd fans are wearing their college colors proud as Shepherd outlasted Ohio Dominican 35 to 30 last night. And our own Nick Verzellini, here he's here he is with his call of a 55-yard touchdown pass from Bajent to Beach. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back for Bajent. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown Rams. So now we welcome him to the program, Nick. Great game last night. It was a very back-and-forth one. Yeah, I mean, this was a thrilling game from start to finish. You know, uh, Ohio Dominican takes the early 7 nothing lead. Um, you know, the Rams come Rams come right back with a 43-yard touchdown pass from uh, Bajent to Greg Leonard. You heard the beach touchdown. So there was a lot of explosive plays uh, from Shepard. Ohio Dominican was a little bit more methodical uh, moving the ball down the field. But overall, you know, I mean, it was a thrilling game. Uh, when Ronnie Brown had that 63-yard touchdown run with about four and a half minutes or so to go in the uh, fourth quarter, you know, we're sitting there, we think, well, this game's pretty much over. But uh, Ohio Dominican did respond and got an onside kick recovery, but a penalty kind of negated any chance of a miracle win for them. But overall, you know, 35-30 game on a Thursday night, uh, pretty good crowd in attendance, over 900 people. Um, so, it, it was a fun atmosphere. It was a fun game, and uh, you know, a great way to kick off the twenty twenty one season. And you want to talk about Tyson Bajent, twenty six of thirty seven, three hundred forty six yards passing, four touchdowns, and that's what you expected from a guy that's a, a first team selection to the preseason D two All America team. Yeah, I mean, this guy might be the best quarterback in Division two football, and I think you know. They really had to rely on him because even though Brown had over, I think, 80 yards rushing in the game, you know, 63 of them came on one play. So the rush, the running game was not there. Ty Hebron was out. Uh, Chance Schwartz really never got it going. He fumbled early on, then we didn't see him the rest of the game. So they went to uh, Brown, who's their third string running back, who's you know not a bad player, obviously, with the 63-yard run. It had some explosive catches out of the backfield, but that kind of completely changed the offensive game plan where it was really all on Bajan to make plays, and he did that. Uh, four touchdowns, he ended up being our player of the game with, you know, as you mentioned, over the 300 uh, yards passing. So that's almost expected out of him at this point. I think moving forward, obviously, they'd like to be more balanced, but you know, when you have a guy like that that you can rely on to make those plays, uh, you know, you'll be okay. Yeah, and then you had this huge play right here. I'll play it for you. Having to go in this one, a chance for the Rams to kind of close it out. Make this the final possession of the game. Ronnie Brown, big hole to the right side, across the 40, across midfield, down the sideline, 30, 20. Brown still on his feet, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, Shepard. Ronnie Brown takes it to the house. You know, with a name like Ronnie Brown, he's got to take it to the house at least once in a game. 
Yeah, I mean, similar to the the old Dolphins running back, Ronnie Brown, who uh, is, of course, famous mostly for that Wildcat that they ran, I think, 2008 or so. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely a talented guy as a third back. I, I think they'd like to have Hebron back to kind of be their main guy. I don't know if Schwartz got or Schwartz got hurt or, or what it was, but you know he's a talented running back as well. He had over 900 yards for Lockhaven back in 27 or back in 2019, so he can you know, get it done. I just think either the fumble early on had them concerned, or maybe he got hurt. I, I'm not certain what what his status is, but they definitely have talent at the running back position. Um, you know, give credit to Ohio to make and making them one dimensional, but overall, you know, big plays was really the key for Shepard. Uh, you know, throughout the game, and they didn't really get any great drivers for the one long drive right before halftime, which was Ryan Beach's first touchdown in his Shepard Rams uniform. I think it was a five or six yard pass after a 10 play, 79 yard drive, I want to say it was. So that was really the only long drive of the game for Shepard. They mostly relied on the, on the uh, big plays and um, it worked out for them offensively. I think the defense played well too, though. I mean, Kyle Smith three sacks, four sacks overall. Yes, they gave up 30 points, um, but overall, you know, it was, a, it was a strong defensive effort, especially being put in some tough situations early on. And, you know, back to offense for one minute, if you're going to nitpick anything about that game was, yeah, they out, they outgained Ohio Dominican 390 to 343, but they only had 44 net yards on the ground, and that's because Tyson Bajan took 21 yards in a or he had a, he took 21 loss yards and only had 14 yards that he gained, so that was a negative seven. And you know you get 82 gained yards from Ronnie Brown, but only netted 71, so that only bring that brings you down to 44. You want to be more of a balanced team, and you hope that Hebron can do that when he comes back. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, they pretty much abandoned the running game after the second quarter, I want to say, or in the second quarter, pretty much. I mean, it was almost all passes. So a lot of kind of their shorter plays, they had a lot of quick passes that eventually opened up the run, as we saw late with the uh, long run by Ronnie Brown for six. So I think that was kind of how they had to change their game plan to go to more of a passing attack early and you know allow those short quick passes to open up things for them in the ground game and uh uh, special teams wise they had a ton of miscues it seemed like the the long snapper and the punter weren't on the same page yeah a few issues early on the game on special teams um you know as it went on they cleaned that up it seemed like and again this is a team that only played one game you know in the spring compared to Ohio Dominican, who played six games, and then they didn't play in all of 2020. So, you know, this team's still trying to, you know, get that momentum back and get used to playing football. So you're going to see some early miscues, but I think their talent uh, is what carried them to the victory last night, opposed to necessarily being, you know, the, the best performance that they could have put on, and they still had a you know, pretty strong outing, put up 35 points, getting four sacks on defense, and uh, getting an interception late as well. So, you know, overall, I think the talent of this team is is at a high level that once they start cleaning up those mistakes, uh, we're going to see some great performances and more consistent performances uh, throughout the ball game. 
in the near future. When we talked yesterday, you kind of keyed on uh, Chris Lane defensively, and he, he led the team in total tackles with 12, and that's what you do if you're selected as a preseason All-America team. Yeah, what uh, impressed me about Chris Lane was not just his ability to make tackles in the run game, but his coverage skill. Late in the game, he was pretty much matched up on their top uh, slot receiver, David Turner, and he actually had the play to on fourth down to knock the ball away from Turner. Uh, it was Lane, of all people, you know, an inside linebacker. To be able to do that in coverage is really impressive. So I think he's definitely worthy of that All-American spot in uh, him, Hansi De Leon, uh, you know, Juwan Addison, and some of the other guys up front are really talented. And Shepard's kind of undersized, so they need that speed to play to their advantage on defense. They don't really have a whole lot of big physical guys, but they definitely do have some speed and they're able to fly to football. And looking forward to next week, it'll be a tough matchup in uh... – in Erie, Pennsylvania, at Gannon, they've won an overtime last night, twenty-eight to twenty-one. So, looking forward to that one, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know much about Gannon yet, but I'm sure it'll be a good football game, and that's another PSAC opponent. So, this early road stretch for Shepard, you know, tough with you know a quality team in Ohio, Dominican, Gannon on the road, and then another PSAC game with uh, IUP on the road as well to begin the season. So. You know they're uh, they're being challenged here early on. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, best or safe travels on your you know your little bit. I but what is it like an hour, guys? You guys got left coming home. Yeah, we probably got about an hour and a half or so. We're stopped for gas right now. So, all right. Well, I'll uh, see yep. you in an hour and a we'll half. <laughs> yep. And you got thanks. the Martinsburg game with Matt tonight, so looking forward to that one. Yeah, uh, you'll be back here in the studio. Well, thanks for joining us, Nick. See you in about an hour, man. See you. That was Nick Verzellini, my usual co-host in studio, but he's traveling back from that Shepherd ohio dominican game in Columbus. Uh, we've come up on our first break. This segment was sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. You buy your next car online, they'll deliver it to you, and if you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We'll be back, and we'll talk some more college football. We'll recap some other games around the country last night and look o- look at what's coming up this week. That's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. 
Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. The excitement of West Virginia high school football featuring the Martinsburg Bulldogs is right around the corner. Makes the grab at the 25, stays inbounds to the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. Excellent throw and catch for the Bulldog score. Yeah, there's just blown coverage there because Clement was wide open down the sideline. The 1-0 Bulldogs take on the 1-0 Muscleman Appleman Friday at 7 p.m. The pregame is at 6 following the sports mix at 5 p.m. on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned in to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix. Want to let you know that the Sports Mix is sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. We talked about Shepherd football in the last segment, recapped their game from last night. Now what we'll do is we'll take a look at another huge college football game that also was about a team from Columbus, that being the Ohio State Buckeyes, they ended up getting the 45-31 victory over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And that game, that third quarter for the Buckeyes saw them score 21 points after being down 14-10 to at halftime. And then that only saw the Golden Gophers score 7. So that was 31-21 after the third quarter. And then it was 31 31- or, and then that saw them score 40, 14 more points in the final quarter to make the final score 45-31. C.J. Stroud went 13 of 22, had 294 yards, four touchdowns with one pick. And on the ground, they got they got a huge night from Mylon, Mayan Williams. He had, let me look at this again, nine carries for 125 yards, averaging 13.9 a pop, going with one touchdown. And through the air, Chris... Olive had four catches, 117 yards, some deep bombs down the field, five catches for or five, yeah, five catches for 80 yards for Garrett Wilson, including a touchdown. Olive had two touchdowns, and then Trey Vion Henderson had one catch for 70 yards for a deep bomb. And uh that was just a, a great game by the Ohio State Buckeyes. I, I was kind of keeping an eye on it last night during the Ohio Dominica game. Not as much as as a football fan, I would have liked to, but I was definitely keeping an eye on it in a little bit, just looking at the scores and whatnot. It's a, definitely a big week in college football as it's finally back. We love that time of year when college football is back. Everybody likes it. It's just your Saturdays are now made, and sometimes your Thursday nights or your Friday nights. So look at some other scores last night in the top 25. Uh, Coastal Carolina, number 22, all over the Citadel, 54. 52 to 14 utah number 24 all over weber state 40 40 to 17 and then number 25 arizona state over southern utah 41 to 14 big game tonight is number 10 north carolina against virginia tech in two weeks virginia tech will be traveling to 
Morgantown to take on the Mountaineers. So keep an eye on that one tonight to see how they fare and against the number 10 North Carolina team. That's in Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. And on Saturday, some other big games, including number two Oklahoma against Tulane. And then uh, your your top 20 matchup here is Penn State versus uh, Wisconsin. Penn State at number 19, Wisconsin at number 12. Number 11, Oregon, opens at home to Fresno State. And then another intriguing matchup, number 14, Miami, against Alabama. That is 3.30 on ABC tomorrow. That's obviously number one, Alabama. And then number eight-ranked Cincinnati out of the AAC is at home at Nippert Stadium against Miami, Ohio. And then number 18, Iowa, at home against number 17, Indiana, Uh the Asian Cajuns of Louisville, number 23, playing at Texas, number 21. So that'll be a great game. And then the t- battle of the top fives, Georgia versus Clemson, five versus three. That'll be a, a great game to watch. That is tomorrow night, 7.30 ABC. And then obviously the Mountaineers, they play at 3.30 tomorrow against Maryland. You can hear that game right here, 12 p.m. Yeah, 12 p.m. pregame show on Talk Radio WRNR with kickoff at 3.30. Then Marshall will play at 3.30 at Navy as well. So both teams in that in the state of Maryland for that game. And then on Sunday at 7.30, the, the last Sunday without NFL football, we'll see number nine Notre Dame at Florida State. So that'll be an interesting matchup, 7.30 ABC. You know, it's kind of nice to have football on a Sunday, even though it won't be NFL. You'll get NFL next Sunday. So I, I kind of like they, they flex that game into that spot, except for then if you're the college teams, you got to turn around and then play on Saturday instead of having your day of rest on the Sunday. So it'll be a quick turnaround for those teams. But while we talk about the Mountaineers, we'll, uh, we'll play today's Mountaineer report. Just give me one moment to pull that up. Uh, To just get the latest from the Mountaineers with tomorrow being the game. So here it is. The Mountaineers go old school as they make their way to College Park, Maryland. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. What makes one head of lettuce better than another? What makes a grape greater? At Kroger, we take scrutinizing freshness to a whole new level. We're only the best of the best of the best will do. We're seriously serious about what goes on our shelves, so only the freshest makes the grade. That means not every leafy green leaves the field. Not every cauliflower makes the cut. So if we've got it at Kroger, you can bet your bananas that it's not just fresh, it's fresher than fresh. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. The Mountaineer football team will do something this weekend that it won't do again for the rest of the season. That's travel by bus to their game. After this weekend's trip to Maryland, it will be airplane travel the rest of the way for the Golden Blue. 
WVU offensive coordinator Jared Parker doesn't think rolling down the road old school is such a bad thing for the Mountaineers, especially at this time of the year. As technology has changed, you know, the bus will quiet down with iPads and movies and Netflix, I'm sure, right? Um, but it, you know what? It's, it's refreshing. Sometimes you need a, you know, it's, it's a good little uh, ride over, right? A little over three hours. Our guys will be able to visit a little bit, which is invaluable. It's harder and harder, I think, even, you know, in locker rooms and travel and at home even at our homes it's harder and harder to get time to spend because um, there's so much going on it's easy to get distracted with phones and all those things so sometimes it's neat to be able to put a football team together and force them to be on a bus together and communicate and and have some time together so I think our guys are looking forward to it but it is different you know it's different than a flight the routine's different and may it may help us you know we need a little something different to start it so it'll be good to get on the road and and then come back home. Our pregame coverage tomorrow afternoon begins at high noon with kickoff set for 3.35. Tomorrow's game will mark the 129th season of football at West Virginia. The Mountaineers head into the year as the 15th winningest program in college football history. We invite you to join us tomorrow. Once again, pregame begins at noon, kickoff at 3.35. That is today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Always nice to hear Tony Caridi's voice on our airwaves like we had the other day when we had him on the show. I think that's interesting that they're going to – I guess it's not interesting because it's obviously you're only you're only in Morgantown. You're heading to College Park, Maryland. There's an obvious bus route right there. Um, but it's pretty interesting they still go by bus because you could easily just go to Morgantown Airport or the one the airport nearby, and then fly into like BWI or something. But they chose to ride the bus. Probably cost a little less money. Um, but that's pretty nice to be able to just ride a bus for, what, three, three and a half hours, like he said, and able to get some chill time with your teammates on on the bus. I think I think that's something that's nice. You usually don't get that in college football. Um, but we're going to head to another break. This segment was sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. That is Parsons Ford of Martinsburg.com. We'll be back for more of the sports mix. We'll take a look at the high school football schedule for tonight and uh, look around the state, including the rankings. We'll see who's playing in the who's playing that's ranked in the Metro News rankings, who they're playing tonight in, in class AAA. We'll talk about that. Coming up on the next segment of the sports mix. Never been more free. Fired up my daddy's lighter and we sang. Stayed there till they forced us out and took the long way to your house. I can still hear. Dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above market trade in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. 
WV Medicine introduces a new minimally invasive hysterectomy surgery to our area. V-Notes is an advanced gynecologic technique that provides many benefits to patients, such as shorter hospital stays, less post-operative pain, faster recoveries, and no visible scars. Dr. Aaron Miller and Dr. Lori Tucker with WV Medicine OBGYN in Martinsburg are the only OBGYNs in the Baltimore, Washington metropolitan area currently offering this cutting-edge procedure. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well has tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department they could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix, the Friday edition of the Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in by is sponsored in part by Sunset Water, proudly installing water softeners in Martinsburg and Berkeley County since 1989. We'll talk about some high school football as obviously mentioned to you guys over the last few days that the game that was scheduled to take place at Spring Mills between Washington and Spring Mills has been canceled and been ruled a forfeit by WVSSAC because Washington has COVID issues. Um, That's not something you like to see early in the year, but a game that makes both teams' records one and one after week two because Washington was one and oh, then they get this as a loss, so that's one and one. Spring Mills was oh and one, and now they're one and one with uh, get an extra week to prep for their next opponent, but Hedgesville, this game, because they play on a natural grass field, that game has been moved to Spring Mills since it's vacant tonight. Um, That game is against Warren County out of Virginia. Both teams coming in off losses, off bad losses. So both teams are going to be hungry for a victory tonight. And when we talked to Matt Faircloth the other day, he, he said, you know, he knows both teams are hungry for victory, but he knows his guys are really hungry for a victory. And they know that the miscues they had last week they worked on them all week, or as much as they could this week. Um, and he knows that if they just focus on the little things, that they can do a lot better this week when they face a Warren County team again. That game has been moved. Two Spring Mills will still be a 7 p.m. kickoff. Um, then the next game that is going on is the Jefferson game. They are at Sharando in Virginia. 
Uh, they come off of the big 55-23 to victory last week at home. They opened their new field. They had it turfed by Jefferson County over the offseason. So they got to play on turf, and he got – and. Uh, Coach Craig Hunter was very pleased with how his team did, and he he said this week that the things they messed up at the beginning of the game, the miscues they had, they should have fixed them this week, and that he's looking forward to his team coming out and not doing what it did to start the game last week, but doing what they did to finish the game and defeating two Virginia opponents in a row is what he's looking forward to. And then the game that we'll have on our airwaves tonight and on TV10 that is Martinsburg at Musselman. Martinsburg obviously coming off of the big win in Salem, Virginia, 35-23. to And then Musselman, they're coming off a win as well. Musselman, let me pull up the schedule again so I know they won 56-23. to Just needed the score, 56-23 to over Spring Mills last weekend. And they have a stretch of games where they're at home for four games. So going to like their home field and got a chance to talk to head coach Brian Thomas on Monday right before practice and he was really pleased with his team's performance in that game and that they just kept going they just kept trying to do what they were they were just trying to play their game the entire game and they did that and he's looking forward to this week's game and it'll be interesting because they are still playing that at Musselman it looks like their field there they have a nice grass field as I saw on Monday and it looks like their field uh dried up enough over the last couple of days and it'll be a great game out there it'll probably still be a little loose the field will probably still be a little loose but he says it's how he likes it for teams coming in when they're coming in and it's a team like like martinsburg coming in he knows that he wants to get them off their game some way somehow and he knows that playing on a natural grass field could do that because there's obviously differences of playing on a grass field towards playing on turf. Last week, obviously, at Salem, Martinsburg played on turf. That's like a college football-esque stadium or a Texas high school football stadium down there in Salem, Virginia, at Salem Municipal Stadium. Um, talking about Martinsburg, we I was able to go yesterday to talk with head coach Britt Sherman, and you know he said that although they didn't have a day on Wednesday – to prepare like they usually did their normal practice schedule. He said he sent them some more film to watch on Musselman that he wanted them to key on. Well, he didn't say that. The player I talked to said that about what they did practice-wise the other day. And you'll hear from this player and the Musselman player. It's actually going to be an offensive lineman in the huddle tonight. You'll hear that during the pregame show that airs starting at 6 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. It'll be a great one. For sure, we'll be at that game, obviously, 6 p.m. pregame, 7 p.m. kickoff. Matt Miller will have the play-by-play. I'll have the color. And Colin McLaughlin pulling double duty when it comes to sideline reporting. He'll be back on the sidelines again tonight. Uh, Due to some technical difficulties, just so you guys know up front, we will most likely just be running a one-camera setup. We are still trying to figure out our the what's wrong with our equipment we're, we're assessing that as the days go by and hopefully soon we'll have an update and hopefully have a multiple camera set up for you once again like we usually do on all of our game broadcasts let's take a look around the state in AAA. obviously the metro news power rankings for week two came out martinsburg obviously number one we talked about them they defeated salem of virginia 35 to 21 they stayed in the number one ranking number two is Cabell Midland. They moved up from number four after defeating Spring Valley 28-19 to in what was a very unexpected win. Um, 
so it'll be it'll be great for Spring Valley, or it'll be great to see Cabell Midland again against Riverside. So it'll be see it'll be weird to see what they can do and if they can keep up that number two ranking next week playing a team like Riverside. That game is at home in hunting or in in Milton, excuse me. Um, then number three. South Charleston, they went from number two to number three this week. They defeated Morgantown 37-28 to last week. They're going to be at Capital this week, so another matchup in the Charleston area right there for them, or a matchup in the Charleston area for them. They won't have to go as far for that one. Uh, then at number four is Bridgeport. They were ranked coming in last week at five, but unfortunately their game was canceled against Buchanan Upshur. So I don't know if it was just the other teams around them. I'm, I'm guessing it was Spring Valley having the loss as well as, um, you know, Cabell Midland moving up from number four and them deciding that Spring Valley would move to number five and then South Charleston moving to number two. I think that all had to do with the moving parts. But this week, hopefully, from what I understand, they are still playing their game that is at – let me see what it is. They're at home against – Morgantown this week. Morgantown, who lost 20, 37-28 to, um, Morgan, or to South Charleston last week. And then number five, just talked about Spring Valley 0-1. That was a bad loss to Cabell Midland to start the season. They'll put it behind them, hopefully, and come back as they're at Parkersburg tonight. So so long travel for that one. I think it's about an hour and a half from the Huntington area up to Parkersburg. And then at number six, Musselman, they're 1-0 coming in off of that defeat over Spring Mills like we talked about, 56-23. They were same ranking as last week. They didn't move, but they're playing that tough Martinsburg team. So it'll definitely be a shakeup next week when you look at these power rankings because I don't see Martinsburg staying at number one if they were to lose. And if Musselman loses depending on what the others do, they could stay at number six because Martinsburg, obviously the perennial powerhouse in uh, class AAA in the state of West Virginia. So that'll be something interesting to look at. And then at number seven is Huntington High, who wasn't ranked coming in to this week or coming into last week. So they're new into the rankings, according to Metro News' rankings. Last week, they defeated Parkersburg 47 to 7. That was after Parkersburg went up 7 to nothing, and Huntington scored 47 consecutive points to get the victory. They are at Hurricane tonight, so that'll be a great game. And Hurricane we'll mention here in a moment, so it'll be a really good game. Um, then at number eight is Wheeling Park. They're 1 0. They defeated St. Clairsville out of Ohio 18 to 14 last week, staying at the number eight ranking. And this week they're at Steubenville, Ohio, so two out-of-state games back-to-back. Be interesting. I, I would assume that if they win that game, they'll probably stay at that unless there's a shakeup otherwise. And then just mention Hurricane. They are 1-0 coming off of a 48-10 win over Winfield last week. They stayed at number 9 this week. They're facing Huntington. So some big matchups coming in. And then George Washington they defeated St. Albans last week, 49 to nothing. They were not ranked. They're now ranked at number 10. Uh, they're playing Paul Blazer out of Kentucky this week. Um, it'll be a great game to look at. I know I'll, I'll be checking in on that game as Nick and I's old college buddy, Luke Creasy, will be covering that game for HD Media. So if I see some updates, I'll, I'll hopefully 
talk about that during the game tonight or let Nick know to look at some updates when he's on a scoreboard show at halftime and at the end of the game. Um, dropping out of those rankings, though, was Parkersburg and Princeton. Obviously, Parkersburg had that bad 40-point loss after going up 7 to nothing, and Princeton out of that game. Also, teams receiving votes was Princeton just out of there, 22 votes. Uh, University had two votes. Jefferson with 11 votes. See how they do this week. Maybe that puts them into either the top of the receiving votes, or maybe they could even come in at number 10. We might see a shakeup next week. Never know how that'll play out. Morgantown with 11 after their defeat uh, by 11 points to South Charleston, and they are they are playing... Who are they playing this week? Let me figure that out. Um, they are playing Bridgeport, so maybe maybe if they defeat Bridgeport, that'll be shake-up there because Bridgeport has yet to play a game. Capital has eight uh, votes or points, excuse me. Uh, they are now playing South Charleston, so that'll be interesting to see how that uh, goes, how that shapes out. Hampshire with one, or Hampshire with one. Woodrow Wilson also with one. So that's a look at the power rankings and who they're playing this week for the Metro News power rankings for week two in class triple A. Um, you know, some other big matchups around the state, I would say. Uh, let me look here. You got Fairmont Senior there at Lindsley. Uh, then you have Bluefield at Princeton, Polka at Chapmanville, um, who, Herbert Hoover at Winfield. This is Class AA. Uh, Kaiser at Berkeley Springs. That's kind of in the area, but obviously AA. Uh, Wheeling Central will take on Tuscarawas Catholic out of Ohio. Um, East Hardy plays Clay Battelle. Dodgers County plays at Tyler Consolidated. Uh, Buffalo plays at Petersburg. Midland Trail is, versus, is playing Tulsa this week. Uh, Clay, obviously mentioned Clay Battelle. Uh, St. Mary's is at Ravenswood. So that's a look around the schedule here in the Mountain State. We've reached our next break. This break, or this segment was sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family owned and operated. 360 Hack Wilson Way, Martinsburg, Orsini's.com. You can also uh, check out... You can also check them out if you're interested in buying some Yeti products. If you're watching on TV 10, this Yeti I bought last weekend at Orsini's. Great locally owned and operated company. We'll be back for more on the Sports Mix. Kind of look around the professional ranks with the remaining time we have left. That is next on the Sports Mix. right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. Part of the Nats' bright future and join the team. The future here and now. Become a Nats Plus member for guaranteed opening day tickets. Up to 30% off concessions and merchandise. Exclusive events with Nationals players and more. Premier plans start at just $19 per game with flexible payment options. We can't spell curly W without you. When will I be able to retire? How do I make the most of the money I have? How do I leave a lasting legacy to my loved ones? I'm Philip McCoy, financial advisor with the Marius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. Call us today at 304-263-4343 to help you make the most of your financial future. Our office is located at 1270 Winchester Avenue, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. WVU Medicine encourages you, don't delay your health care. If you've been putting off a critical medical procedure or surgery due to COVID-19, now is the time to reschedule it. Delaying necessary procedures could create additional health problems. WV Medicine Berkeley Medical Center and Jefferson Medical Center are open for elective and non-elective surgeries and procedures, and both have implemented additional sanitation measures to ensure the safety of our patients and employees. Call your doctor's office today to schedule or reschedule your surgery or procedure with W. If you're in an accident, the first thing that you have to do is call 911. You have to get medical care immediately. The next thing you need to do is call us. When you hire us at the Skinner Law Firm, what we do is we are going to investigate your case and we're going to lay out the options that you have, all at no cost to you. We will use all of our resources and all of our experience to get you what you deserve. That's what we mean by treating you like family. Why Apple Valley Chevrolet Toyota in Martinsburg? Because we're a name you can trust. And you can trust that you'll always find a large selection of over 400 new Chevrolets and a wide selection of new Toyotas at unbeatable prices. How unbeatable? Well, we will not be beat on any deal on any new Chevrolet or Toyota. That's right. You will not find a lower price guaranteed. From Chevy Cruises, Malibus, Impalas, Equinox, Suburban, Silverados, to Toyota Yaris, Corollas, Camrys, Avalons, and more. No one beats an Apple Valley Chevrolet Toyota deal. And remember to check your mailbox for this month's specials and great savings. Simply put, if you're in the market or will soon be in the market for a new or newer vehicle, check out all that Apple Valley Chevrolet Toyota has to offer. We're Apple Valley Chevrolet Toyota in Martinsburg or online at applevalleychevy.com. That's applevalleychevy.com. 
Apple Valley Chevrolet Toyota, a name you can trust. The excitement of West Virginia high school football featuring the Martinsburg Bulldogs is right around the corner. Makes the grab at the 25, stays inbounds to the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. Excellent throw and catch for the Bulldog score. Yeah, there's just blown coverage there because Clement was wide open down the sideline. The 1-0 Bulldogs take on the 1-0 Muscleman Appleman Friday at 7 p.m. The pregame is at 6 following the sports mix at 5 p.m. On Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Services or Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or visit their location at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. You know, We'll toss it around the professionals here in this final segment of the Sports Mix today for the week uh just a reminder we will not have a show on monday we'll be back tuesday for a full four days of shows we'll talk about whatever on tuesday we'll talk about the sports weekend probably talk about our nick and i's experience at the marshall navy game and probably we'll have colin on the show so we'll talk about i believe he's going to the wvu maryland game with his dad so we'll talk about that um, we'll talk about those games. We'll talk about the high school games. We'll also talk with Jim Klein as well as Colin at 1230. Uh, I have got to confirm this with Jim, but we're probably going to try and do Tuesdays at 1230 with Jim Klein uh, when we have high school volleyball and soccer on our TV 10 airwaves. So we'll get a preview of the sh- of the games that week with him and Colin on Tuesdays and potentially Thursdays. I don't know. It just depends what's going on in his life, in his work, or what's going on with Colin as well. Uh, so we'll be off Monday. We'll have the show Tuesday. And then obviously Colin and Jim will have a game on Tuesday night. That is Hedgesville at Spring Mills Volleyball. That uh, will be 6 p.m. on TV 10. Uh, potentially maybe a little earlier, but I'm not, I'm not too certain about that. Probably 6 PM on TV 10. And then Thursday, Berkeley Springs at Martinsburg volleyball. They'll have that one as well. 6 PM on TV 10. So we'll just get some stuff out of the way there. Now we'll talk about the nationals. Uh, you know, not really relevant at this point in the season yet or anymore, but they lost a game seven to six to the Phillies. I believe they lost the season series then 13 to six after they're on a five game losing streak. They're two and eight eight in their last ten, but they went up in this game six to nothing after five innings. And uh they they did a lot of great stuff in this game offensively. You could see there is a flash. That's that's all you really want to see from this team is if you can see a flash offensively. Um and and it got started in the Bottom of the third inning with a solo home run from Lane Thomas. Uh, here's that home run. 3-2 pitch. Swing a blast to left center field. Herrera back on this one. Straightaway center. It's over his head and it's gone. Lane Thomas slices one through the wind for a home run. 
out of the batter's eye hill and straight away center field. His first home run as a national, his first home run this season. And the Nationals take the lead, 1-0 in the third inning. And then in the bottom of the third inning, Juan Soto came up and at three batters later, and he did, or two batters later, and he did this. The pitch. Swinging a high blast to center field. Herrera back on this one to the warning track, slowing at the wall. He leaps, and it's gone. It clears the 402 mark in straightaway center field. Home run number 23 for Juan Soto. Puts the Nationals in front, 3 to nothing. And then he did this in the fifth inning. Escobar at first, nobody out. Falter delivers. Soto swings, hits a ground ball, hits the diving Real Muto, a base hit into right field. Espino has scored. Rounding third, Thomas coming home. On his way to third is Escobar without a play as Harper gets the throw into the shortstop Galvis and the infield grass behind the mound. It's a single to right and two runs batted in for Juan Soto. He's now driven in four in the game, giving him 75 runs batted in for the year. So great, 75 runs for the season. And then finally in the bottom of the fifth inning, Josh Bell hit an RBI single to put the Nats up 6-0. to zero. And the pitch swung on, lined up the middle, base hit center field. Escobar trots home from third to score as Herrera scoops it up and fires it into Galvin. And then the Nats were up 6 to nothing at that point. Then Andrew McCutcheon for the Phillies hit a three-run double to make it 6-3. to three. And then Baldonado came in for the Nats. I believe it's uh, – I don't have his first name here. They just got called up. Alberto Baldonado. And uh, he made his debut yesterday in the, in the MLB, and he got his first strikeout. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a 94-mile-per-hour fastball. Welcome to the big leagues, Alberto Baldonado. And then he also struck out Harper to end that inning. With a three-ball, two-strike count. See if he challenges him here with the fastball up by three runs. Here's the pitch. Fastball swing and a miss at 96. Blew him away. Alberto Baldonado in his big league debut strikes out a pair. He strikes out Bryce Harper. Uh, he struck out Bryce Harper, so that's that's got to be big news. All I know, all the Nats fans that the, the Nats fans that are big Nats fans that were at that game were extremely happy to see him do that. But the Nats ended up losing that one by the score of seven to six. An RBI single from McCutcheon made it six to four. Then Nick Matten hit an RBI fielder's choice, and Garcia's Luis Garcia's air scored another run to tie the game. And then Abdubal Harad hit an RBI force out to make it 7-6. to six. The Nats lost that game. And they're having a rare, extremely rare you see this in the MLB. It is a five-game series with the New York Mets this weekend at home. So five straight games, including a doubleheader tomorrow. So tonight at 7.05, tomorrow at 105-605, 6.05, Sunday at 105, and Monday at 105 as well. We'll have the latter half of those two games but we will not have the first three games. So I believe that first game in the doubleheader tomorrow is the makeup of the beginning of the season when the Nats had the COVID issues. Uh, but we'll, we'll get some quick hitters around the MLB. Um, I believe I just saw this come through. The MLB has extended Trevor Bauer's leave until September 10th. It's extended for the eighth time. You would think by now they would just suspend him for the re- or put him on administrative leave for the rest of the season. I don't know why they've yet to do so. And then we'll take a look at some other headlines. Um, 
the NHL has announced that its players will return to the Olympics beginning in Beijing in 2022. That's the first Winter Games since 2014. So they'll have that two-week break that they put out when they put out the schedule. Um, And then some Washington football team news are for a former running back who was on the practice squad, signed the other day, Peyton Barber. He's now been signed to the 53-man roster for Vegas, so he is no longer with any capacity with the Washington football team. And I know that a lot of people were happy to see him go, but some were also sad to see him go. And we've reached the end of the show for this week. So just a reminder, there will be no show Monday. We'll be back on the air tonight at 6 p.m. Matt Miller and I will have the call for Musselman at at or Martinsburg at Musselman. And then on Monday, or Monday we'll be off. And then we'll see you on Tuesday.